Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Good morning, lovely people. So I hope you're having a great start to the day. Now, did you know that there are 170,000 words in the English language? Well, actually, only about 5,000 of those are commonly used. But when it comes to body language, there are actually 700,000 aspects of body language. Now, I know that is totally bonkers, isn't it? So let me just recap on those stats, right? So there are 170,000 words in the English language, 5,000 of which are commonly used. But when it comes to body language, there are 700,000 aspects of body language. So that therefore leads to the key question of what is your body language saying about you? So very often we're so focused on the words that we use and, and how we say it, but we are less focused on the body language aspects. So it's really important because, you know, when we're actually communicating to people, whether it's one-to-one, -one, whether it's in a group, whether it's in a presentation, stood on a stage, people are picking up on not only what you say, but very often on your body language as well. So how you come across, you know, is so important because at the end of the day, you will want to be perceived in a certain way. Now, if what you're saying is incongruous with your body language, well, then that's going to cause conflict in whoever you're talking to. So they can't really understand where you're coming from. So I wanted to touch on this because I think it is really important that you know, when we are communicating, we've got this sort of, you know, burned in mind, really. Now, sometimes our body language, you know, there are small inadvertent movements that we make. Um, so I'm not saying you should be constantly paranoid walking around in a state of panic in terms of how your body language is coming across. But this is really about being conscious and aware of it so that then you're able to just watch out for those little signals and what it will also do is help you when you're when you're actually speaking to other people. Maybe you're picking up on certain aspects of their body language, which is saying something to you about what the underlying feeling is, what the underlying message is that maybe um, they're actually communicating or maybe they're not trying to communicate it, but it's coming through anyway. So being a sort of emotionally aware and physically aware of your body language, the different aspects, it can really make the difference in terms of being a powerful communicator. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through five aspects of body language and just touch on each so that, you know, you can pick up on some of this, maybe take a few notes so that when you're communicating, when you're out and about, when you're presenting, whether you're in a meeting, whatever it may be, uh, you're aware of some of this stuff. So 
The five areas we're going to talk about, we're going to talk first of all about posture. Then we're going to talk about gaze. The third area we're going to talk about is your head and your face. The fourth area, your hands. And the fifth area, territory. Okay, so there's quite a lot in here, but we're going to go through each of those in turn. So posture. So your posture, how you carry yourself really does say a lot about your confidence, the mood that you're actually showing. So, for example, if you are, you know, shoulders back, but sort of in a very um, vertical position, but quite relaxed as well, that exudes confidence and that you're calmly confident. If you're shrunken and you're sort of sitting down in your seat, with maybe with your head slightly down, that kind of really is speaking out around being maybe a little bit reserved, resignation, a little bit of disappointment, perhaps, you know, this feeling. So if any of you are watching this on YouTube or watching it live on the on the feed, you, you know, I'm, I'm actually trying to demonstrate some of these things as well physically with the way that I'm moving. Now, if your posture is very vertical, almost wooden, um, that can often come across as being very stiff, can't it? Very un unapproachable, almost like a military soldier, you know, stood in position. So your posture and the way you the way you hold yourself, the way you sit, can really speak volumes. So that's the first area to bear in mind. The second one, your gaze. So eye contact, so so important. So if someone is talking to you and I don't know if you've ever had this where maybe they're not making great eye contact with you maybe their eyes are a little bit shifty they're kind of looking everywhere but actually and directly in your eyes um that can sometimes be quite disconcerting and it would also give the impression that that person probably wants to be somewhere else so yeah shifty eyes no sort of a nervousness around making eye contact and um, certainly I've had plenty of situations where I've been on the receiving end of that. And it is very noticeable, actually. Now, equally, <laughs> I'm not suggesting that you have to be there staring intently into someone's eyes the whole time you're having a conversation, because that could make you feel quite uncomfortable as well. That's almost, oh, my gosh, you know, this is too overpowering. Um, what do you think of when someone's got their eyes closed? You know, maybe maybe you're debating a, a question or a topic of conversation and someone closes their eyes, even just for a fleeting moment. That often will indicate someone is thinking, you know, closing their eyes or closing out the outside world just for a few seconds, allowing them to internally process, um, you know, and, and collect their thoughts, perhaps. So your gaze is is absolutely important as well. All of this is important. And I know this is obvious stuff, but very often we don't think about it in such a way. So I just want to really sort of bring it to the forefront, if you like. Let's talk about your head and your face. Now, there are 43 different muscles in your face. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. 43 different muscles. So each of those muscles could actually portray you know, a thousand words. What What's the saying? A picture paints a thousand words. Okay, well, it's similar with body language, isn't it? Remember, 700,000 aspects of body language, and, and that's, you know, a huge amount compared to the 170,000 words in the English language. So 43 different muscles in your face. So what is your face saying about you? So you might be nodding 
or shaking your head, nodding your head. So that suggests that you're in agreement with what's been said. Maybe you're processing it. You're kind of, maybe you might have your eyes slightly shut, actually, nodding your head. And that indicates, you know, agreement, as I say. If you've got your head to the side like this, that could imply that you're listening carefully. You sometimes see it with dogs, don't they? They do that quite a lot. They're going, um, so head to the side often indicates that you're, you're, you're listening. You're listening carefully, intently. What happens if you've got your head down? Heads down. Okay, yeah, that could indicate maybe quite a low mood, maybe a touch of depression, not feeling it, you know, not feeling that you want to be there, kind of hanging your head so you don't make any eye contact whatsoever. Um, so yeah, hanging your head can often indicate some more negative feelings um, there. Raised eyebrows, element of surprise. Now, turning up your nose, what about that? So that could indicate that you're not keen on something. You're wrinkling your nose, oh, not so keen on that. And obviously the big one, smile. What's happening with your the area around your mouth? Are you smiling? Are you actually walking into a room with a big smile on your face? What does that say about you? Well, it exudes energy and warmth and it makes people want to smile back. So this is the other thing about body language that often when you're with someone, if they are demonstrating or displaying a certain aspect of body language, what can often happen is you start mirroring that. So, you know, if you're having a little bit of a, maybe you're, you're, you're not in such a positive mood, but someone bounds into the room smiling and kind of all joyous with a, you know, very sort of relaxed upward posture with open arms, open hands, quite hard to not sort of respond to that positivity, isn't it? Even if you are feeling a bit grumpy. Um, and sometimes I, 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 uh, I must admit, when someone is, is coming across quite negatively to me, it almost makes me want to be even more bouncy and happy to try and cheer them up and cheer them along. Probably quite annoying, actually. But anyway, yeah, so lots going on in your, in your head, your face, how you hold your head, eyebrows, mouth smiling, what's happening with your nose, etc. So huge amount going on with the hand, with your head and your face. And as I say, 43 muscles in your face. So huge amount there. Right. Hands, what are you doing with your hands? Okay, so now some of this is around handshake. Let's talk about handshakes first, okay? So when you meet someone, could be for the first time or it could be that you know them already, etc. Firm handshake, what does that say? It shows that you're confident, you're quite determined, you know, you exude energy again. That might be, might actually be at the same time as a big smile. Um, or maybe you're slightly more serious and it's not the smell, but it's very firm, determined handshake. What does it tell you when someone sh shakes your hand and it's quite a limp handshake? Well, it sort of suggests that they're a bit submissive or weak is the intonation of that. Now, they may well not be, but think about your handshake because that is often the first physical contact, you know, skin on skin. And, you know, you're actually feeling that connection with someone is quite powerful. So think about your handshake. What about if someone squeezes your hand too hard? Now, that suggests that they're trying to probably dominate you, maybe intimidate you a little bit. So, again, you want a firm handshake, but you don't want to squeeze in the life out of the other person's hand, practically breaking their 
their fingers. So think about that. Clenched fists. What does the clenched fist often show? Maybe aggression, actually. And then when you're when you're you know when you're presenting, have you got open hand gestures? Maybe using your hands to emphasize a particular point that you want to come across. So think about that as well when you're presenting, when you are doing maybe a speech on a stage. Um, but equally, too many hand gestures can be really distracting, can't it? It can take away from what the person is saying. So for some people, maybe they're nervous and they might overemphasize their hands. Um, but if you actually, maybe your hands clasp behind your back, often that will portray a sense of kind of calm confidence, really. But my dad used to do that. He used to stand quite a lot with his hands behind his back thinking about it. Um, but it gives sort of a sense of power, but calm power. So, yeah, I think, you know, your hands are very expressive. Um, you know, so think about that. Right, the final point I'm going to cover, territory. Now, by territory, I mean your personal space, okay? So people need their own space, don't they? Have you ever been in a situation where someone has just stood too close to you, where you've really felt, made you feel quite uncomfortable, um, and that, that you know you're kind of leaning back, um, possibly. Um, so your personal zone. Be aware of that. You know, and and uh, you know that Ted, that might be like just a few feet, you know, your close area. And then think about the territory within a social zone. So say you're uh, maybe a drinks event or a party or something like that. In that case, your social zone will more likely be sort of three to ten feet. You know, there might be a group of you standing around, you know, having a drink. That would typically be a distance of about three to 10 feet. And different cultures will have different sort of perceptions about territory and what's acceptable and what's not. Um, so, you know, if you think about, say, the Nordics, uh, and this is a bit of a generalization, but think about the Nordics. When it comes to territory and personal space, they would generally um, expect a, a broader distance, a further distance away. Whereas maybe more Mediterranean uh, cultures, you know, Spanish, Italian, et cetera, much closer. So it's fascinating, this whole area. And, you know, I've been reading up a lot on all of this over the last few weeks. So I just wanted to share some of those thoughts with you because it is important, isn't it, how we come across. And the reality is, whether you like it or not, everyone judges you. It just is. We make our minds up about people by how they come across, their body language, what they say, their accent, what they wear, all of that. And it all really does stem from the power that you hold with all of this body language aspect. So it's not to freak you out, but it is to bear in mind, you know, so just ask yourself, how do you want to come across in certain situations? Don't overplay it because then it's not natural, is it? But if you're considering all of this, it will just give you a bit more of an insight. So I hope it's helpful. Um, as I say, I firmly believe, I always say that everyone has greatness within them. And part of that greatness is actually portraying it to the outside world in a way that's congruent with your values, with what you stand for, with the messages that you're actually trying to get across. So yeah, just bear in mind those five areas. I'll just recap them quickly. Your posture, gaze, so around your eyes, head and face, hands and territory. Now, there's loads more that I could go into, but those are some of the most the most obvious ones um, to kind of bear in mind. So, as I say, I hope it's helpful. Um, you know, if any of you actually want to have a further discussion about 
how you can unlock your potential, then please don't be afraid to, you know, uh, sign up for a, a free one-to-one mentoring session with me. I'm here to help um, wherever I can. So whether it's this topic or anything else, uh, you can always just click on the link either in the post or if you're watching this on the podcast or on YouTube, you can access that um, from there as well. So whatever you're doing today, remember it is by being brave and bold with our body language uh, that you're going to unlock your brilliance. So take care, everyone. Have a fabulous day. And yeah, I will see you uh, next time. Take care. Bye. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.